Welcome to the Teacher Nerds Podcast. Joe and Ron are self-proclaimed teacher nerds geeking out on all things education. They are looking to move educational practices out of the 1900s factory worker model to a student-driven classroom full of empathetic, creative, and collaborative students willing to take risks. Join them as they chat with educators from around the world, discussing educational tools, techniques, ideas, policies, and much more. Thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds. And now a word from a sponsor. Oh, have you heard about the nerds? What's the word? Teacher nerds. You can tweet them out on Twitter. You can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like, bam, trying to take the teaching from one level to the next, reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teaching nudes. Start the show. Hey, welcome back to the Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I'm a technology teacher, third grade to eighth grade. And I teach third grade. And today we have Kathy Kurznowski with us as a guest. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, so Kathy, would you like to, you know, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your background in education? Mm, well, I, I'm a busy girl. I've been a busy girl for 20, I don't know, 20 some years in education, <laughs> got my start as a special ed teacher. Um, and I've worked in special ed schools and then kind of everything in the public and private school system from, um, you know, resource room to inclusion to, uh, I taught a multi-age class that had both kinds of kids in it. Uh, I taught every grade level elementary, regular ed and special ed at some point. Holy smokes. I know. I taught a multi-age <laughs> two, three class, which was really fun. I did that for four years. And then I became a computer teacher, an elementary computer teacher. And I did that for four years. And then I became a technology integration specialist, aka tech coach in my district. And I've been doing that for four years. So that's sort of been my, my professional journey. Awesome. Very cool. And Many you have hats. your own consulting group, right? Thank you so much for even mentioning it. Yes. Sure. Um, so just <laughs> Uh, beginning of uh, yeah, in 2019, some school district asked me if I would come in and do some professional development for their teachers. And I was like, yes. And they said, and we'll pay you. And I said, yes, even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to the final stages of negotiation and they said, oh, you don't have a license in the studio. So we, we can't pay you and we can't. And so I lost the whole gig, but I learned a lot. Oh. And all of a sudden I figured out how to create an LLC and I, I got myself incorporated and I'm the CEO, president, owner, whatever of my own <laughs> LLC now. And it's uh, it's my Twitter handle. So it's Kersey, K-E-R-S-Z-I.com. Okay. Um, nice. That's where all the information is. But my business is actually called Integration Innovation. Awesome. Nice. So, Very cool. Yeah. So now I have been able to pick up some, some paid gigs, which has been fun. Hey, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right, so we're going to jump in first to our little icebreaker of two yes mores, one no way. And Joe and I, our, our two yes mores, one no way, I would say 80% of the time revolve around food. <laughs> People got to eat, right? It's a right. staple. You guys. This is the best podcast ever. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do pizza toppings. Now, we've done pizza in the past, but it was like types of pizza, pizza places. This is just... Just toppings on your pizza this time. It's time for two yes more, 
one no way all right joe do you want to do you want to start I, I think i started last time okay so i'll definitely start so my first one is pretty crazy and i don't know if it has a name i like to call it like the third grade birthday party because on this slice of pizza has things you would see at a little kid's birthday party <laughs> so it is it's crazy it's a it's a slice of pizza there's then mozzarella sticks uh buffalo wings and french fries on the pizza. On, wait on one slice of pizza on one slice of on a pot it's a pie right right uh, yeah Bron the rib does it it is delicious and i tell you i walked in the first time i was like what what is that like just what take do you back. even ask for that <laughs> <laughs> i said i want that give me like, one and, of those. and sometimes they'll switch up um you know, the Buffalo, uh, like wings or just chicken fingers. I mean, it is, it is so, uh, so, so that's my number one. And normally I could go in and eat, you know, two slices and some garlic knots, like on, on that type of day, if I try and eat that slice and even an extra slice, that's like pushing me over the edge. Um, and when we order from this place, I'll eat four or five slices, just sitting there. So I can, I can take in a lot of pizza, that one slice, that's a, that's a, there's, there's a lot going on there. So that's my number one. My number two is just um, simple uh, pepperoni and mushroom. Okay. I, I, I think those are, that's, that's a, that's a easy staple topping that a lot of people like. Um, so when everyone's like, we want a pizza, I think pepperoni and mushrooms can appease a lot of people. My one no way, it's pretty specific. So the, the sausage that's not crumbled yeah. Oh, um, where it's, it's like pepperoni. If it's just cut, yeah, that's my no way. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't kind of, and I like sausage. I love Italian sausage with the peppers and onions, you know, on a sandwich. But on a on a pizza like that, not not my thing. Yeah, wow. I, I can see that. So yeah, I put it. The, Kathy, <laughs> the two yes mores, no one no way. Probably get <laughs> more more time spent planning than lesson plans. <laughs> <laughs> You put a lot of thought into that. I like like the two yes mores um, because they're they're all around like our, you know, either things we love, um, specifically food uh, or like activities. So, yeah, they're fun. All right, Kathy, let's hear. What do you got? All right. So my yes more would definitely be extra cheese. Mm, All right. Yeah. That's sick. Can't go wrong with extra cheese. Anyway, like when we go out and we order pizza that, you know, and my husband say, okay, what are you, what's happening? Do you want extra cheese? And my second yes more would still be extra cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We can, we can stuff the crust with yeah, it. We right. can like oh, throw some Colby Jack and like switch it up a little bit. Let's get it really melty. So it does that thing, you know, yeah, when you yeah. pull it away from your mouth, you got four feet of stretch. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to a real pizza place or are you ordering that from like Pizza Hut? Because Pizza Hut does stuff crust, right? Like, are we are we talking real pizza places? Anywhere. Okay. Anywhere. Yeah, real pizza. I mean, real pizza places because I'm kind of in that mode where I'm getting back to like the little guy now. Ever since yep. the pandemic hit, we're avoiding yep. places like that. Okay. But the, the idea first came from Pizza Hut. I mean, they I know. Put it commercial. I know. Everybody's doing it. So right. yeah. Okay. Extra cheese, but I'm not. I'm not opposed to any pizza topping. I got to tell you. So when it comes to one no way, I was like. I don't really have anything. No way, really? Even like anchovies? Yeah, I would do anchovies. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, okay. I would do and veggies and meats and all that. So like my one no way, because I had to think about it before we got here today, right? So my one no way was things like, I don't know, 
think non-food mm-hmm. items. <laughs> <laughs> so, parts, like a plastic uh, spoon on a slice a or something. Wait, so <laughs> even olives, olives like ham. No, olives, and, are, olives are cool. Oh man, ha- like ham and ham and pineapple. Pineapple, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can get down with that. That's okay. good. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So <laughs> non-food items. Non-food. My heart now. <laughs> good to know. That works. That works. Uh, all right, so. Uh, so mine come down to, I'm more, you know, just straight up classic, right? Pepperoni, yes. Sausage, yes. Like they're my, my two, that they're my two yeses, right? Like that, they're just always. Um, my one no way has to be, and, you know, I've mentioned this before, mushroom. I am not a mushroom fan. I can't take the texture of a mushroom. It's spongy. It just, I just, <laughs> Joe, you have said like, oh, what? Nobody can swap in a steak for you with a yeah, or, right, right, right. A good portobello with with a piece of steak. No, that does not work. <laughs> I, I I didn't say I was into it. I people do it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, do it. Yeah, um, but no, no, no mushroom. Okay, so I guess yeah. I wouldn't be ordering pepperoni and mushroom around. You, you, Joe, you we could do half mushroom. There you go. (laughs) I have used a portobello to make a pizza. So you can use Uh, that as the base with tomato sauce and extra cheese, of course. But how was it? Delicious. Was it? In the oven or on a grill? I always grill portobellos. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And then top it and finish it off in the oven. Yeah, do not be calling me over telling me we're having pizza (laughs) and and throw me a slice of portobello. But I guess so everyone would have to be like an individual pie. Yeah, like, well, yeah. my husband doesn't eat them, so when I make it, I make one for me. Good man. Okay. Good man. I like them already. Don't even. I'm know. trying to branch out a little bit, and I know uh, Stacy, my uh, my fiance, my wife, girlfriend, um, <laughs> <laughs> son's mom. I bet uh, she knows which mom. one she is. <laughs> um, she would love something like that. That would that would be totally up her alley. There you so, go. I just planned your Valentine's Day. There you go. Oh. Boom. <laughs> Done. Yeah. And it's on a set. It's a weekend. I think this week, this year. I don't know. Uh, uh, and it is the f- uh, Sunday. Yeah. And, and I mean, not that it matters anyway, cause we're not doing classroom parties. Um, but that would be the last classroom party of the year. <laughs> a good celebration. Ha- Halloween, Christmas, Christmas, and then Valentine's day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, and and also just to mention, just a side note, get out of here with cauliflower crust too. Don't, <laughs> yes. don't, don't be. Oh no way, really? No. No, yeah. Come on, like it. it I'll no. tell you what. And, and, the first, and, uh, what's the place by the Morristown Mall? What's that? The pizza place, um, Bertucci's. Oh yeah, Kathy, is there a Bertucci's by you guys? Right? They have yeah. a. It's it's solid. No, it's no. good. And Anthony's Cold Fire Fire Grill. I'm telling you, give it another shot. It's, it's the it's same bad. thing when my wife said, "Hey, look, it's cauliflower rice." No, Wait, it's just it's cauliflower good. ground up. <laughs> like, don't don't be trying to tell me it's rice. You don't like cauliflower. That's no, the I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but don't All be right. telling me it's rice. Don't be telling me it's a pizza crust either. It, All right, sorry, I had to go okay. on a tangent there. The, the I, I love my gluten. Just gluten's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. Get a side of gluten sometimes. <laughs> There's your extra topping, extra cheese, a little bit of extra gluten in there too. <laughs> Sorry to all those with celiacs. Yeah, right. <laughs> we just lost some of our audience. Yeah, right. Way to, there you way go. To go. <laughs>
We hope you enjoyed that segment of Two Yes More, One No Way. We're going to take a little commercial break, and we'll be back in a moment. Do you do making in the classroom? Do you want to inject creativity and design into your classroom? Do you want to prepare your students for any future they may face? Well, if you answered yes, then check out Splat3D.com. Splat is a simple, easy-to-use tool to help students develop the capacity for geometric and spatial thinking, creativity and critical thinking, all the things needed for engineering design in the future. Splat3D.com even has free resources to get you started. And a YouTube channel with free, yep, free video tutorials for all kinds of designs. Go to Splat3D.com to get your splats now. Subscribe on their YouTube channel. Spread the word and share the splat love. And now back to the podcast. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's just jump into the show. So, uh, Kathy, you've written a book. I did. Um, I co-authored a book. Mm -hmm. Co-authored a book. Right. So it's Sailing the Seven Seas of Education. Is that correct? Here we go. I'll hold it up in case. I know it's mostly audio here, but it's Sail the Seven Seas with Microsoft Education. And notice the C is the letter C. And that's a a hint as to what's in the book. Yeah. Unintended. With Becky Keen, who is, she's a friend. She's a dynamo. She is part of the Microsoft community. She's an MIE expert and all those wonderful things. And she lives on the opposite coast. She's in Seattle and I'm here in New Jersey. And so I co-authored this book without ever being in the same room once together. Very cool. That's That's like the norm. That seems to be the norm for the way books are, at least educational books are published this this year where we're at. So when did the book come out? It came out in the summer. It came out in June. And we had, um, God, it took us just about a year to write it uh, together. And it was really great. We used all the Microsoft tools, of course, to write the Microsoft book. Right, so, right. We used, you know, we used, you would think Word. We did use Word some, but we've mostly developed it in Microsoft's product called OneNote, which is sort of like yeah. a digital binder with pages and tabs. And it's just, it lends itself perfectly to this. So we did most of it in there. Um, of course, we used Outlook to communicate and we used Word for things. You know, So we used all the Microsoft tools to write it. it. took us about a year and it came out in the summer. It was supposed to be perfectly timed with ISTE. Right. But as we know, things like ISTE didn't happen. And so it's been, it's been a little hard to promote the book without right. all the, the opportunities we normally have. Yeah, well, ho- and hopefully we'll learn a little bit about it and get somebody interested to to take a look at it. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit? And first thing I guess I want to ask is, it says Microsoft. So, you know, Joe and I, you know, we teach at the same school and we're really a Google-based school. Mm-hmm. Should I pick it up? Absolutely. We say that in, like in the first two or three pages, we say that this is not a book for Microsofties. This can be picked up by all the, what did I say in there? The Googleites or the Appleians, Appellians, whatever. <laughs> whatever Kool-Aid you're drinking, you can still do this book because it's it highlights the ways that people are using Microsoft tools and things like that. But it's really, it's just about good teaching. It's about creative ideas and things like that. And you know what? Most people, even if you teach at a Google school, you've used Microsoft Word before, right? right? You you or somebody you know has played with Minecraft, right? It's a Microsoft product. Um, You've done a PowerPoint before. So you've used these tools. It's, It's ideas for ways to use them in new ways. And they're not all our ideas. They're ideas from people that we interviewed from all over the world. Awesome. Very exciting cool. part. Yeah. So can you give us a little like little taste? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was hoping you'd ask. So a teaser. Yeah. 
the book, um, when we first started it, Becky and I looked at each other and we both almost simultaneously said that we don't want this to be a how-to book. Who, who wants like a how to use Microsoft Word? How to, like it's, then it's, it's a user manual and right. that's going to time itself out. So we had to do something timeless and we really wanted it to be about people and pedagogy and, and putting that in action. So that was kind of it. And we said, well, we need a framework, you know, what are we going to do? And so we thought of, you know, the 21st century learning, the four C's. And we've heard that there are five. You probably have heard sometimes people will say five. And so we've got collaboration, communication, creativity, and critical thinking. Those are the four that are on that rainbow arch diagram that we see all the time. And some people have said critical thinking should be divided into critical thinking and computational thinking because mm. math thinking is sometimes different. And so we, we agreed with that, especially through the lens of some of the Microsoft things we wanted to portray. So then we had five C's, right? They all started with the letter C. But, and then I, I think it was me that said in the beginning, I said, you know, this whole book with a chapter on community because mm. Microsoft, Microsoft has a really tight, awesome, welcoming community. And they, they've got MIE experts and MIEs and Microsoft innovative educators. And like, they're really big. They have people who just build community and support each other. And so that's how Becky and I met each other. That's how, that's why we're excited about what we're doing because there's, there's community behind it. Right. So we had to start with that. And then we wanted to end the book with a chapter on called Change Makers, which is our final oh. C, seventh C, because so many people are using the things in all these chapters and Microsoft products and, and to make a change in the world. Right. Children, you know, children are using these things to have an impact through the SDGs and all the other things that are going on that are great in education right now. And they're using tools to communicate and collaborate and create and think critically to be change makers. And so the rest of that was that was our seven C's. And then we just went into the, the people. Becky and I were both pretty well globally connected. We, we know a lot of people, mostly through Microsoft, but, you know, through some of the other ed tech tools, too, and Twitter. And so we we reached out to people we knew. I think we reached out to over 80 people who we knew had good stories and were doing great things. And we wanted to tell their stories. That's all. Follow the story, right? That's what Ron always tells the kids when you're interviewing people, follow that story, tell the story. Yep. And we did, I mean, we did, we literally like, I recorded them in one note, you know, it's like we were, we were using the tools to do this and we, we had all these different interviews and then literally we sat and we typed them out and we, you know, we had to whittle them down and we had to do some things in the editing process. But in the end, I think we have at least 60 different educators stories that are represented and they're put into those chapters where they're making the most impact. So you know, our, we've got great a couple of great stories and change makers, and we've got a bunch of great stories in all the chapters. But it's an easy and fun read for anybody because it's vignette after vignette after vignette after vignette about things you can do that you'd be like, "Whoa! I never would have thought I could use Minecraft in that way," or "I never would have thought PowerPoint is." We, there's a little chapter in there called "Not Your Mama's PowerPoint." It's so and uh, it, it's it, we we put a few stories in there, but mostly we wanted to celebrate global educators, and we've got educators from six different continents. Wow! Yeah, really, That's really awesome. cool, diverse from like uh, there's um, a lady from South Africa, Amanda 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 Kalitz. She's from South Africa. 
She teaches not young children, not even secondary. She teaches nursing students. She taught them Minecraft and they started developing body systems and they were studying like breast cancer and things like that. And she had them build models of the breast with like cancer cells that were in there wow. and things to come attack. like using it to teach and to really go deeper into learning. Um, and that was from South Africa. We've got a fellow named Whale, uh, Lanny Watkins from Wales. And he tells his story in our book about he wanted kids to reach out and Skype. He wanted them to know more than just their country. And he couldn't get teachers to do it. And, he, you know, he was having a hard time. So he decided to start a Skype club. And mm. it, it was just like he was giving up his lunchtime or a little time right. after school. Oh, come to Skype club. Come to Skype. And he was the one setting up these meetings. And they'd turn out the lights and the kids would sit in the dark and they'd interact with these experts from all over the world. You know, they were and the kids were booming. And next thing you know, guess who's coming to the door? Teachers. And they're like, what's going on in there? And they wanted to. And so then he was able to get them to learn it. And this is how the, the passion for Skype started at his school through getting kids excited about it. It's, it's stories like that. And that's awesome. I like that. I, I love books like that, where it's a little bit of a story about how someone uses it. And then, you know, here's a little bit of how to use it in, in, in what they did, right? Like, because it, I think at that point, it seems more usable, right? Like, oh, it, well, if another teacher did it, I can, I'm sure I can do it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. I put, I flagged a page in here because I was hoping I'd have a chance to read it. There's a quote. Please. Yeah, like a call out quote right in the beginning. And it says, <clears throat> hopefully this book will inspire you to dream big, be brave, try new things and explore new possibilities in your classrooms and beyond. Awesome. And Which is exactly what you ask kids to do right every day. Every day. It. Come in, right? Take chances. Be. I love be brave. Yeah. Because it does. It takes a little bit of what you call it, Rod? Kutzpah, right? To, yeah, right? To, right. to yeah. try this new stuff and and to de depart from the textbook per, yep. per se. Definitely. And yeah, or, the and stories just, that are within, if you read one and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's really cool. What this guy did, you know, with, um, with the Skype club or, or, Oh my gosh, there's so many stories in there. Um, somebody, a guy named Lee Whitmarsh from England got his students to interview senior citizens in his community who had Alzheimer's and, and dementia and they captured their stories and they captured the family stories wow. and the kids put them in something called a Microsoft Sway, which is another just presentation tool that Microsoft has. Yeah. And um, they captured all these stories in Sway and then they curated all of those on a website together so that the stories of the people of this town are for oh, wow. through video and through all different things can be encompassed in a Sway. So powerful. And this is an ongoing project that they still have. Could you do that? Yeah. You just need the idea. I think this book is just so great for that. But wait, I want to tell you one more thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 please. I'm excited. At the end of each of the, the C's, at the end of each chapter or section, we actually had one of the educators from that section record their story on Flipgrid. And then uh -huh. in the book, we've put the Flipgrid QR code. Have you, have you seen yeah. it? Flipgrid yeah. AR? So that if somebody were to scan that with their phone or whatever, they're going to see uh, Alua Kemi from, from Nigeria popping off the page telling about this person. Oh, wow. You hear the accents and the voices and the That's stories awesome. and through scanning Flipgrid's QR codes, which just is like one of my favorite parts of the book because we've got people from all over the world doing that. That's awesome. That's Love. so cool. Because I was thinking when you said, I think the guy's name was Lanny Watkins. Mm, was yeah. that, I was like, 
from Wales. I'm like, oh, his accent's got to be fantastic. <laughs> right? like, so that was yeah. one of the first things I thought of. <laughs> All of them. Emma Nas from Sweden, like her accent is beautiful. Yeah. And Alua Kemi from um, Nigeria. Hers, I can't, I don't even know if I can say her last name, but hers, I love her accent. I think hers is the coolest. That's fantastic. That's so cool. And really? I, I, just like you, just what you just said, like be inspired when you were talking about that project in Sway, I was just thinking like, all right, we have a big retirement community in Southampton called Leisure Town. It's yes. massive. And I have always thought we are at the point where in the next 10, probably less than 10 years, any World War II vet is going to have passed away. Well, I'll tell you what, Ron, they're, re they're looking to redo the pen pal program. Right. How awesome that would that be? That would be the best way to do it. And there, and and it's all based around right now a fourth grade class, right? And I and I know there's fourth graders that can definitely build a website and you know whatever platform because right. that's pretty. A lot of them are pretty cut and dry, right? If you can use one program, a lot of the same controls are are right there, and and that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. a well. Uh, I'd like yeah. to. We'll throw that idea maybe to Flipgrid for it, right? Yes. I mean, it doesn't have to, right? Like you could go back and forth with your pen pal in Flipgrid and it wouldn't be that difficult to help a senior out in figuring out Flipgrid, right? It, you know, it, I don't know that it would be that difficult, but you could even probably start to then talk about having uh, students and parents maybe set up where you're going to go to the Leisure Town Clubhouse and you're going to go there with five or six Chromebooks and allow people to come and record back to their pen pal mm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there, there could be, and again, you're talking about, you know, inspiring people, but there's your community yeah. that you also talked about, right? Yeah. Getting these young kids and seniors to have a connection. And look what just happened. Just, I mean, just while you're talking, you talked about community. You just talked about collaboration. Yep. You definitely just talked about creativity. You've got some critical thinking going on. And if you do this right, you've pulled off change makers too. And that's right. only five right. of these. I bet right. you did more. <laughs> and well, you didn't even read the book yet. Right, no. right, right. And I like also too that it's a, it's not a, like. It's not a sit down and read. Right, read cover to cover, right? right. Like I can pick up the, a vignette, read that come back to it maybe next week, read another one, or just say, you know what, man, I'm really looking for something. Scan through and see if something sparks your, your fancy. I, I love the community change makers. Yep. Right. I mean, that's, we, Ron, Joe and I are SDG, SDG yeah, freaks, I guess you would say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just became, both became teach SDG ambassadors. Hey, I'm one of those. Nice. Oh, nice, 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 nice. So you know Jennifer Williams? Oh, yes. Yeah, she was, she was on our, she changed our world. She did. Yep. That was book. Rewire. She's the in your book. In our book. You know Kuhn Timmers from Belgium? Yes, yep. I do. His story's in our book. Yeah. So these are some of our friends and some of the people. Yes. That we, and you know what Kuhn's done, right? With yep. the Kuhn Project. So his story is in there, right? Definitely yep. a change maker. And um, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. And I just had to tell you, like in the margins of the book, um, another thing that we've done, just another product we've integrated, it's not Microsoft, but there's little W's occasionally. That is the wake Oh, yeah. Yeah, very cool. gave us permission so like if lanny watkins I'll, I'll use his example again wanted to give directions on how to start a skype club now there's some of, of that in here 
but there's a link to it really in the wakelet that we've curated throughout the book. So if you see a W in the margin, you're like, yeah, that's something I want to know more about. You can go to the wakelet and just gotcha. that. So we used Flipgrid QR codes and we've got wakelet rocking with this see, too. And this is why I reached out to you in the first place because I was, when you, you I don't know what you posted on Twitter. I was just like, dude, she is doing stuff <laughs> that the creativity and the things that I wouldn't even think of to like put together. Like I wouldn't even, you know, put in the little W for that. Like what a brilliant idea. And, and the flip grids at the end, like the, the flip grid AR. Uh, well, even I had, when we first went uh, into this remote from March, you know, I remember what was going on, the flip hunts and, and I forget why I posted it, but it was something for fractions. And you're like, go check this out. But just off the top of my head, try to see if they can find this or see if I'm like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I tagged the right person. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know what? I do better at when people ask me for help coming up with ideas than when I have to sit here and come up with my own always. Yeah. But- yeah, I will tell you guys something else that's exciting that I think you would love in the at the very end of the book. And I actually forgot this until you just said it. There's a section I can't find right now called Fast Follows. Everybody uh, whose story we referenced in the book, we actually put their Twitter handle in there, too. Nice. So if cool. you were to read the story from so and so, they know their name is in there and they've kind of offered themselves up to oh. connect with them. Right, right. So you love that story, then you reach out to them and they're, they know and they're happy to work with you to develop it on your own, too, which is just like, again, community. Yeah. And, and the book reminds me a little bit of like Jen Williams, Teach Boldly, right? Like it is those little vignettes. And so it's it's awesome. And that book has been, you know, fantastic. Cool. I didn't well, know hey, it's, your, it's, your interest and your passion for the SDGs. So I totally, totally applaud that. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's when he saw uh, Dr. Williams on Friday, I went to the second day of Rewire and it was great because no one showed up to the Saturday. Ron had, you know, uh, he's a dog trainer. So Susan had him booked for dog training yeah, on Saturday dog training. <laughs> and uh, I'm showing up and I'm like, I really don't know. I don't know what to do. And he's like, you got to see her, see both sessions. You won't be disappointed. And for the first 10 minutes, it was just her and I. And that's um, a beautiful thing. One on one time with Jen. You know, yeah. and, and I want to say maybe even more because that was, that was a tough year. This is a tough year too. That was a tough year. And it was like, we just talked and, and I'll never forget. She looked at me, she smiled. She was, that's such an awesome story. Thank you for sharing your story with me. And, it, and I'm like, holy crap. Like <laughs> she's a genuinely caring individual. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, we sat there and then someone else came in. I'm like, Hey, the session's closed. (laughs) But it it was, but I'll tell you what, the coolest thing she came in and I had a teacher nerd shirt on. She goes, Oh, are you one of the teacher nerds guys? I just followed you. And I looked at Jen. She goes, see, see, it's going to be a good year. And I'm just like that, that was the year. I guess that changed everything. Was that well, the first? No, you had the, the the first year of Rewire. You went and saw uh, Wetrick. Okay, right, so that's I got, what I was I got a hug from Don Wetrick and can, uh, Ira and Ira Sokol and Pam Moran. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was a good two, and that's what I'm saying. So to miss Rewire three, yeah, you know, and and Glenn did say, oh, once once everything opens back up, he's in Brigantine now. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing something at the shore, which I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it, Glenn. Um, Do it on the beach. Yeah. yeah. You know, just 
Let's get this open late spring. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it's still a little chilly, you know, like maybe early summer, right? Like June. Ooh, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be a June. nice way to end the year, June. Could you imagine that as your PD? <laughs> yeah. A two-day rewire? Come on, Glenn, set beach. it up. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll talk to Glenn about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. those are our notes. Um, so, all right, so anything more that you want to highlight with the book before we move? I, I want to talk about Flip Hunt, and you're kind of the brain behind Flip Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, the, the only thing with the book, I just want to say I am like, I guess all authors are, but I'm crazy proud of it because it's it's not about me and it's not a hard to read text. It, it's it's just it's like talking to me. It's I, oh, right. let me tell you a little story. Your passion comes through, like with the book. Just how excited you get, like not just talking about the book, talking about the projects. Right. And and I think the stories in the book, like you just, I mean, we can see it, but I know you can hear that excitement coming through, which is making me, you know. Very, very glad that you're in Jersey. So, you know, that'll be. Yeah, uh, we can get together. We can work on projects together. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. I can show you some Microsoft stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I use Google on the side sometimes shh, too. Shh, don't tell the Microsoft people. <laughs> I use Apple too. I think it's great to be, you know, device. Well, you so know what? It, Literate. The Google and Microsoft is like North Jersey, South Jersey, right? Like the, the divide, right? But I think Microsoft is actually trying to bridge that. Um, yeah. There was just something that they put out the other day where there's uh, there are more and more integrations between Microsoft and Google because they're working on building that relationship That's instead awesome. of being competitive. I love it. When ed tech yeah. companies work together, we all benefit. Absolutely. Well, you know, like I, I was always Microsoft, Microsoft growing up because the Macs were so expensive. Like I couldn't afford a Mac. Mm-hmm. And then I started to get into the website um, I was I was Southampton's webmaster for uh, probably a year. They taught me how to do it and got got a nice Mac and and what's it Adobe and and full on into it. So I I learned. I think it's good to know both platforms because you're going to go someplace, even in a school. Some schools are Mac based. Some schools are PC based. So so to be able to know, you know, oh, this is a Mac. So let me play it because it's kind of set up a little differently. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is good to have. You know, I'll, I'll know a little learn bit of both. Yeah. 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 Learn them all. And know them all. Whether you're a kid or an adult, I think it's great. And yeah. Apple, I mean, Apple, you can't open up, you know, you can't open up a pages <laughs> on, on Microsoft, right? But on Apple's got it where you can now open up, or I guess they, they've had it for a while, you can open up a Microsoft document on an Apple product. Sure. Right. Yeah. Which, which is, like you said, why not work together? Yeah. Um, Just going to benefit everybody. Right. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't wait to to read more of the book and, right. and I'm excited. Uh, we get to tag you when we we start to do some projects oh, and I things so. like take, that. That'll be awesome. Take, take pictures. We love when people take book selfies. Oh yeah, okay, sure. That like brings me so much joy. Yeah, I'm gonna send you guys a cute little care package with some awesome. books and cool. other goodies in there. Hey, oh yeah, yeah. Even some stickers that say hey, flip, flip hunt. hunt. How's that segue? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. See, you need to be a co-host too. <laughs> you should start your own podcast. I know nothing about podcasting. Oh, neither so neither did we. So, well, I, sh- I shouldn't say it's so easy. Ron does. Ron, Ron's a workhorse. We do. We do. We we team it up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, Flip Hunt. You are the creator mm-hmm. of Flip Hunt. So, using Flipgrid, tell us. I, I guess from like, what the heck is a Flip Hunt? 
Do I need, do I need camo? (laughs) (laughs) I am a huge fan of a scavenger hunt. Always have been my whole life. So when I was a little kid, like you guys probably, you know, you get that list and it says, you know, Mm -hmm. can you find an acorn? Can you find a pine cone? Can you find a heart shaped rock? You know? And so you go outdoor or whatever, and you're literally finding those objects. And then when I was a teenager, um, Okay, so digital cameras were like a thing then and it was whatever. So when I was a teenager, digital cameras, this was post-Polaroid, I'm not that old, but uh, (laughs) where you could get kind of instant pictures and they were saved on a device. We were doing these photo scavenger hunts. And I don't know if you ever did this, but like build a human pyramid outside the police station, you know, or like (laughs) walk through the drive-thru and, you know, get your Coke from the, like silly things, you know, and they were fun. Like that was just fun. It was a fun night out with friends or whatever. Even as a grown-up, I created just some scavenger. I, I like doing them. So here's where Flip Hunt started. I had a first grade teacher in my school ask me, she said, Kathy, I'm taking my first graders to the Philadelphia Zoo on a field trip. And I was wondering if there was any way I could kind of tech it up. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I love, I love when teachers come to me as a tech coach and they're asking for new ideas. That's like my favorite part of my job. So I went home and I thought on it and I'm like, she has to do a scavenger hunt, like a scavenger hunt at the zoo would be really cool. So now I'm developing the scavenger hunt for her because I can, I'm looking at first grade standards. I'm that kind of tech coach. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Like, oh, all right, let's match some of the vocabulary and put it in there. So I'm making this up and I'm, it's, you know, but find a koala, but I don't know. I was, it was, it was, it was kind of vanilla. So then I was like, all right, she's got to take um, iPads with her. And then, you know, the room moms can have them or whatever, and they can take pictures in front of the whatever. And, and then they'll be on the iPads. And I went to bed that night and I had shared it with her and I, and she liked it. And they were, yeah, there was going to be one iPad per group. I went to bed that night and I, I joked that I had a flipiphany, right? So flip <laughs> And so I had, oh, a, so it wasn't I woke a, up the next morning and I was like, oh, oh, and yeah. I, I, I got back on it and I'm like, no, this has to be video based scavenger hunts. Like this is, this is the top of the yeah. scavenger hunt pinnacle thing. So then but it's got to be something that's video worthy. So my big thing with flip hunt is when you find it, you've got to do something that would be fun to watch on a video. Please don't make a flip hunt where it's like point to a quadrilateral. <laughs> look in the book and see if you can find an example of an idiom and read it like oh my god that's so right. late right but if you have to find an idiom in the shakespeare book and sing it in a in, in a shakespearean soliloquy voice it becomes something good right or so act out the idiom yes right all those things. <laughs> so yes it's got to have motion it's got to have action verbs it's got to be have a degree of silliness but it's still almost assessing something right Right. it's testing knowledge in some way so it's a formative assessment meets fun whatever and it's all video based so it's a video based scavenger hunt using flipgrid is what a flip hunt is well the idea you one of the ideas you threw out to me for fractions was tell the kids um if i said 12 jumping jacks show me half of that or if i wanted you to jump on your foot four times show me half of that um so that you know the silliness i kind of think makes them want to run to it. Although what I saw when you were talking about singing over the loudspeaker, but that's, what's great. You know, it's, it's their stuff there for everyone's level. Right. Um, you know, h- however much you want to get into it, the opportunity is there. Or again, if you're doing it with a team, yeah, 
maybe mm. your partner will be willing to do the singing at the loudspeaker. Right, because that was for points, right? Did you have to get a certain amount? Like, why was it point-based? Yeah, I think it was. When I was there with you guys, it wasn't point-based. Oh, so that was one that I did for, there's so much fun to do for staff. That's yeah. where you start. Like, it, that's the best. That's how you get staff hooked. And then they're a little, you know, they're like, oh, what's Flipgrid? You know, this is fun. Right. This is fun. Yeah. So when you're doing with staff, you can make staff do all sorts of crazy things. You know, we had a, <laughs> Pushing the janitor down the hall while you gift him, you know, Hershey bars and things because he's so awesome <laughs> while you're singing for he's a jolly good fellow to the janitor. as you're, Like, and that's a video, like it's a moving video, right. that's fun, you know, or, you know, go, go, two of you go to the basketball and, and like, you know, try to shoot as yep. many baskets as you can while you're, I don't know, calling the person names in Spanish or whatever. So <laughs> it's, it's always that kind of a thing. Like I strive to make it something a little bit crazy, a little bit fun, but yes, there's something for everyone. Like I remember on the one that we did that day when I was with you guys, uh, it was write your name on the board backwards using your opposite hand. Yep. Oh my Lord. <laughs> it's hard, but you're not, you're not being a goofball. Like if you're not comfortable with that level of silliness, you could quietly kind of do this. And, you know, so yeah. yeah, sometimes I put points to things. Sometimes I group things as red, yellow, green, you know, like different levels, you can level them out. Sometimes I'll put kids on, on teams or with a partner. It works best. I think yeah. if you with a partner right. for accountability sake, uh, plus then one can hold the camera while the other does the thing or that kind of thing. Um, you can make it last a day. You can make it last like it could last a marking period or, you know, a week or during the theme of a unit. If you're doing right. a unit on the rainforest guys throughout this unit, I'm going to keep throwing challenges up there, do as many as you can, you know, and then it could last that long. So there's so many different variations to it, but that's the gist of it. A flip hunt is a scavenger hunt that happens video based on Flipgrid with fun. <laughs> with silliness. Mm -hmm. So now you get a blog post. If you, if you happen to be out there, anybody happens, happens to be out there. If you look for hashtag flip hunt, you'll find all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But there was a blog post I recently did that a flip hunt is and is not. And I made a oh, two sided cool. chart mm -hmm. because there were so many people spreading. They're, they're out there presenting now what a flip, you know, about flip hunt too, but they are doing that stuff with like, here's a square. It, Right. Here's, you know, and, and here's the letter B and it's just, it's not fun. So I'm trying to clear up those misconceptions. If right, you guys right. help me promote that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so wait, you have other people out presenting on flip hunts all over the world. Yeah. That thing took that, that grew legs. That thing took off. Yeah. Like at TCEA, so you, you there were at least to like, yell TM at the end of it. <laughs> like, Flipgrid, TM, TM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing, it went, it went really crazy. Who knew, you know, but it is exciting and it is fun. But like at TCEA last year, there were, I don't know, three or four different people who were presenting on Flipmont. And if you just do a search on the internet, see lots of presentations from other people, PowerPoints and whatever else they've created. Yeah. Are, are they at least recognizing you? As the inventor of Flipmont? Most of them do. I think people who know do. And if it's been like whispered down the lane so much that they don't even know who the creator was, then, you know, it, that, that just happens. But most of yeah. them really do. Good. The thing that I don't want to propagate is the people who've kind of watered it down and made it boring. Right, like, right. Yeah. Take a picture of a whatever. No, that would have been a photo scavenger, not a video one. Right, so. right. And, and the thing is, kids love 
viral video, right? Like they love YouTube. They love challenges in YouTube. They love, right? So like, this is right up their alley. I mean, like, don't I always say when, when we love when the kids at the end of their flip grids are like, and hit the subscribe button. And I'm like, there is no subscribe button. What are you talking about? Right? Or I'm sorry, smash that subscribe yeah, button. Right, smash Joe? it. Well, and you know, like the more interesting the videos are, it's going to have other kids want to go and then watch the video. So then it's almost like, but who's going to go back and read a definition? No, but right. if, if like you're, they're going to go back and watch the content over and over again. And, and I love Kathy, you're like, and I'm looking at the standards and, and I mean, not that that's, I don't want to say that stinks to have to do, but man, when you start like all of a sudden, like now it's, it's linking it to the same, it's like learning, you know, like, or, or when administration might come in and say, wait a minute, What's all, what's the goofiness? And it's like, well, you know, if we want the students to use strategies in order to solve these multiplication problems now, like, you know, what, I don't know how we could turn that into a flip hunt, but we could, you know, like, to, you know, whatever work the strategy. I, I had one time I asked the kids to do something in a Yoda voice and like yeah. no one, no one even there, they were just so, and then they were like, you do it in a Yoda voice. I'm like, hands down, let's do it. You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so like just. Wait, wait, wait. Let's hear the Yoda voice. Oh, like, you man. Know, I can't throw that out there and then just walk away from it. Why not? <laughs> uh, do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> Fantastic. So, I do. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Sometimes these kids will look at you like, I'm like, that was a joke. And this year more than ever with the masks. Oh, my God. It's so tough. You know, like, I don't know if they don't see the sarcasm or, you know, more often than not, they don't get the jokes, <laughs> but like, you know, the mask, I'm like, come on guys. Like, this is a smile. Let's go get with it. Um, they're like, you're just not funny. I'm like that, yeah, whatever. No, you are. <laughs> Third grade is that year where they're not sure when it's funny and not, but if you're teaching fifth grade, they would be getting you. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Right. I, I, I keep saying like, I don't know if I'm, I've been teaching third grade for 14 years. So I, like I don't know if, and I, and I know I like third grade, but I like your story where you're like, I was doing this for four years and this for four years. So it's always like something fresh yep. and, and not that I don't try and reinvent it every year, but I don't know if I would have fun in fifth or more fun in fifth grade where like you said, the kids do get it more. Um, and I think the older they get, the more they're willing to, the more they're able to do, but they're less willing to do because of, oh, it's not cool, right? right. Ron and, and I talk. Third graders would be fun on a flip hunt because they're more willing to be silly. Right. At that age. As a matter of fact, I liked what you said earlier, and I don't remember what it was, but it led me to think this, that if you take your benchmark test or your formative assessment, I guarantee I can make a flip hunt out of oh, it. Oh, right. You're like just the, taking each of those things and you're turning it into some sort of a wacky performance test that yep. still demonstrates knowledge. So use, go, go look at your Google like third grade action verbs and pick things like swim, fly, paint, run, you know, and, and then make those your verbs that go with those objectives and boom, you got to flip it. Right. And I mean, I think the other thing is, you know, cause you were saying like third graders would make good ones, but you know, as you get older, they're less likely to be goofy. However, if you put yourself out there as the teacher and are willing to be a little goofy, they're willing to do it as well. Right? Like, I mean, just per my, the stickers. Yeah. I, I did my eighth grade would not, nobody wanted to turn their cameras on, right? On, on their me. I said, look, if you guys answer every time somebody turns his camera on, I'll put a sticker on my face. 
Marco, by the end of the thing, I was my face was covered in stickers. And what was it like a week later, I got a Twitter DM from a woman from the Washington Post. She's like, we're doing a story about teachers with stickers on their faces, on Zoom calls. Would you want to be interviewed? And I'm like, yeah, why not? You know? Heck yeah. But yeah, you know, like you, you be goofy and it gives them permission almost to, you know, to, to be a kid. Um, or every Friday, my, I dye my beard. Like the kids get a, a choice. What color do you want Mr. Nova to dye his beard for Friday? I got to tell you, the eight, I gave it to eighth grade today. They got me. They coordinate it together so that every color tied to oh. make me do a rainbow tomorrow. Yay! They, oh, they, oh I, I do every Friday. I have hashtag beard fri- beard color oh Friday. Oh my gosh! I gotta uh, see the rainbow beard. But yeah, they 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 were they, good. They communicated. They communicated. They collaborated. They coordinated. Critical well, thinking. Fig- yeah. You figure eighth graders, man, they're on that phone. They're texting each other. So yep. what's how how many kids how many kids are in the class? So there are there are fifteen. Okay. Right. And I have seven beard colors, right? Like for them to choose from. But there are fifteen. And then one person was out today. So that that's what sparked the idea. They were like, we can finally get him to do a rainbow color if we all so yeah. So, so that'll be tomorrow. So so after this podcast, do you have to Google how to do a rainbow beard? No, or do you I mean, already have I your have, idea? I have all the, the colors. I just need I'm gonna have to like pull apart and separate. Oh, I and, thought you were going top to bottom. Yeah. I'm thinking. Oh, horizontal. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, make, I'll, Rod, make it yeah, happen. Thanks. That makes it a little more difficult. I appreciate <laughs> I, that. That's I'm what I, I mean, my mind's going, how the heck is that going to happen? Okay. Oh, and then you of... read the story, a bad case of stripes to your students. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have to look that up and read it. To them yeah. In the yeah. Joe that, probably has it. That's a third grade. Um, book, right? No, we definitely do. That would be oh, great to do. A I'm read-aloud. sure I can find it on, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as, as a read aloud or something. <laughs> oh. I was just oh. looking to see, um, I'm, I'm just going to share this one out in case you guys haven't heard of it, but you probably have. There's an app called Novel Effect. Have you come across that one yet? Yeah. <gasps> I'm going to make your day. So this hey, is awesome. Cool. I'll just I'll give you a description and then you download it for free. It's on uh, iOS or Android. It's called Novel Effect. They're a company that's based out in Seattle. They they do soundscapes. Oh, you guys are audio guys. You'll love this. They do soundscapes for children's books. So when you go in there and search for children's books. Now, the thing is, you're going to hold the children's book for the most part. They have a few of them that are available kind of online. But here's one like Giraffes Can't Dance. I know that one's on there. So, um, Which is awesome. I love that book. (laughs) (laughs) And it's actually one of my favorite soundscapes on Novel Effect, too. As you read it. It uses AI to hear where you are, hear what board you're on, and soundscapes, oh. not music, not background music, literally soundscapes. So if it says, and the wind swished, oh, wow. you know, That's as you're awesome. reading, and if it says, and the, you know, the lion roared, and you li- and it roars, and then if you stop and you, you're doing some talking to the kids on your rug, Jimmy, sit back down, I told you, it kind of just stops. And if you pick up on the next page, it starts when you start. It's literally listening to you. And it's amazing to read the book. Best thing ever. So I just real quick to see if they had bad case of stripes. That's not one of the ones that's in there, but they're always adding. Yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Do they have Al? I love Al Moon, too. Al Moon we do as a read aloud. 
and Al Moon is really focusing on senses and stuff like that, like the beginning. Do they have it? They do. Oh, man. It's like the (laughs) – You just made Joe's day. Well, you know what? The first page they say, uh, like, a hound dog uh, howled out or two dogs, a farm dog howled out, followed by a train whistle or something like that. And I always always do it. Uh, You know, like – and I I mean, I – I love that read aloud, but how, so novel effect. Novel that- effect. Yeah. And you know, I just, I just usually in the beginning, I would put it on my iPhone or iPad and I just sort of turn up the volume and leave that laying next to me. Cause it can hear me. If you want to do it a little bit more powerfully connected to a Bluetooth that you have laying okay. around. You know, yeah, like speaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And, and yeah, you can search through for all these books. It's an amazing so cool. company. I'm so happy we got Ooh, a tip. a tip too. Like a, yeah, I know. A, another tech tip. That's awesome. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, so Kat, th- this has been awesome. I mean, it really <laughs> just uh, inspired. And I'm so excited to to dive into the book and, and see the stuff that's out there. I'm also racking my brain right now thinking about I teach digital leadership. How can I do a flip hunt based around digital leadership and, you know, racking that in there as a, as a little project for them. So uh, I'm excited to, to do that with sixth grade. Well, one of the C's is collaborate. So if you want to collaborate on that, I'll help you. We'll awesome. bring things awesome. together. We'll, yeah. We got a, uh, I would say a Google doc, but no, we could use like a shared Microsoft <laughs> Word doc <laughs> or a Google doc and we could build that. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to give it a think and uh, you're so helpful. Share with you. Yeah. You know, with uh, every, it sounds like you have so much going on. And anytime any, I've seen, you know, yep. shout out to you on Twitter or whatever, you're like right there. And like that's, that's much appreciated. Because yeah. it is, it's a, a huge Twitter community, which, I mean, you go either way, but I think it's helped me grow so much. And, you know, Ron will agree because yeah. Ron's the guy that kind of was like, yo, you got to get on Twitter and this is who you got to follow on Twitter. And when I'm a mentor, I know I've said it before on the podcast. I'm like, are you on Twitter? You're, and I, I don't know who to follow. Just follow Ron. Look at Ron's <laughs> page and follow anyone who Ron follows and just no, look, I- at what, <laughs> look at what Ron tweets. Because, you know, I think when it comes down to it, He's your. I'm not. I'm gonna talk you up, okay? Right, He's a good hey, teacher, right, and like, <laughs> you know, and I think you go out for the kids' best interest and and what's gonna help them grow, you know. And and I think Twitter. There's a lot of people on Twitter like that that are that are in it for the right reason. So it's just an awesome community to to be involved with and and to meet people and and grow. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate that. And yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm excited. And you know, and, the, the 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 thing is. I had a great mentor teacher, um, Joe. <laughs> Joe was my mentor teacher. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, re- I read the about section on your website before. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Wow, you did yeah. your homework. Right? I know you were an archaeologist before. Yeah, I'm, I'm on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Very That's cool. awesome. Great guess. Um, yeah. So thank you again for your time. Is there anything you want to highlight before we end the show or tell us how people can follow you, get in touch with you? Um, we, we talked about the, you know, your consulting group. If you want to give that another shout out again. Um, well, the nice thing about that is that's kind of everything. So it's Kersey K E R S Z I. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, that's Kersey.com uh, is my website. And that has all the ways to get in touch with me there. That's got my Instagram links and everything else. So yeah, follow Kersey and they call me Kersey from Jersey. Perfect. So, <laughs> it's very fitting. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you again. Um, We really appreciate it. And uh, 
maybe after Joe and I check out the book and read the book a little bit, maybe we uh, we have you back on highlight some of the other the other. Uh, Ooh, maybe we can hook up with some of the other people in the in the book, and we can all do like a sit down. Let's check this out. I mean, yeah. I guess it would be really hard to pick out some of the global the people that are far away, but maybe you know, or I don't know. We, we can we figure should, it out. Yeah, try and make some things work. Yeah. We just did, we did a podcast. Some uh, some SDGs kinds of people. Yeah, that would be cool. We can do that. And I mean, yeah. we can focus it all on that one. See, I love uh, like community changers. Yeah, or just like the community game changers. And, you know, yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh gosh, I hope you guys really love the book when I send it. I really do. Well, it sounds um, like there's there's nothing book. not to love, right? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> awesome. So can't wait. Thank you again, and uh, I think he did. We'll see you in the future. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Hopefully in person somewhere. Yes, yes, thank you for this opportunity. It was really an honor to be here on your show. Okay. Yeah, cool. uh, Thanks, it was Kathy. an honor to have you. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds. I'm talking Thanks for listening to the Teacher Nerds Podcast. Keep up with every new episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or anywhere you listen. Remember to visit TeacherNerds.com, and that's nerds with a Z. Follow us on Twitter at TeacherNerds and on Instagram at TeacherNerdsPodcast. And thank you for being one of the Teacher Nerds.